Hello world. If you can hear this, that means you're tuned into JSY podcast and I am your host, just simply Yvonne, coming to chat with you and you never know what about. This podcast was created for everyday people living everyday lives with the hopes that a conversation will be had that could change your perspective. We have made it to season two. I'm so excited to still be here. I hope that your ears are ready to listen. Your heart is open to receive a nugget or two and that this is a good use of your time. As Jahim says, come on over to my place. Let's see what we're talking about this episode. Well, hello, hello, hello. We have made it to awesome, amazing, appealing August. If you can hear this, that means you have officially made it to the eighth month of 2022. And I am super duper duper excited to be here. And I will say I may be a little biased that I think August is the best month. But whether you do, whether you don't, excited to be here another day, another week, another month in 2022 because that means whatever you were created for that purpose has not been all the way fulfilled and you still have another chance another opportunity to get that right okay as always each and every month happy new month and I will highlight the national um, recognition for this month so we'll kick it off with August is national black business month This is your opportunity to try a new black business or support and endorse or frequent an old black business either way. But this is just a way to highlight black businesses in a way that um, would help them in the market to help them be recognized in possibly seasons that they haven't been or to just push new customers their way. So August is officially National Black Business Month. Also, family fun. This is a time where summer is technically winding up and you have the opportunity to take your family out on an outing or a picnic or something small. doesn't have to be grandiose, but the opportunity to have fun with your family before work kicks back off if you're a teacher or in that um, school setting or if you have a school-aged child or you have school-aged children, August is officially family fun month just as a way to unite the family for good times also happiness happens and I love this one because it's saying happiness is not just like happenstance you seek after happiness and happiness happens and they highlighted this month as a way to remind you that whatever it is that makes you happy seek those things out Seek a way to find those things and then plan to put them in your week. So it could be as simple as soaking, as simple as lighting your favorite candle, as simple as reading a novel that you would have never read or a genre that you don't normally get to read because of your work or because of your schedule. This is your opportunity to create happiness because it does not just happen. It is something that is 
sought after. It is something that is planned. It is something that is thought of. And then your subsequent steps after that lead to happiness. But August is officially National Happiness Happens Month. Honorable mention, National Sandwich Month. And I think this is so funny because people will argue, what is a sandwich? People will say two pieces of bread and something in the middle. But then people say, what is a hamburger? What is a hot dog? People are like, no, that's not a sandwich. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But August is National Sandwich Month. So it says try something new or eat sandwiches that you love. Peanut butter and jelly, um, BLTs, um, turkey and cheddar, ham and Swiss. I don't know all the combinations, but it's saying try something you've never tried at a sandwich shop or make sandwiches that you've always loved to enjoy them in the month of August. Also, honorable mention, romance awareness. This one just tugs at my heartstrings. It's just saying February is National Love Month, and here we are six months later, and so many times the romance dies, and so they're saying don't let that happen to you and your significant other. Keep the romance awake, and by being aware that your love life needs romance, and so they're like plan something that is not normal, go out of your way, not to spend a whole lot of money, but just to let that person know that you're with, that you still fancy them that the romance is still alive that you still love them you have feelings for them and you appreciate who they are what they do in your life so august has a lot of beautiful things going on national black business national family fun national happiness happens honorable mention sandwich month and romance awareness okay Yay! And of course, of course, of course, my birthday month. So <laughs> I love August for so many reasons. But without further ado, the reason for this episode or the title of this episode is Surviving Versus Thriving. Ooh, when I sat with this, I was like, oh my gosh, like I've heard so many not necessarily good things about surviving. And when I heard it, I was like, I think it's a good thing to survive because the world can be challenging. It could be rough. It could be unfair. It could be biased. It could be discriminatory. It could be um, sufferable. Like, I mean, it could be all kinds of things. And yes, of course, you have good moments. And there's promotions. There's babies. There's weddings. There's... um honeymoons, there's anything that's positive, there's also negative, right? And so when people say surviving is like a negative connotation, I didn't really want to like believe that because I'm like, no, I think in the way that the world is set up, some people aren't even surviving. Like they're struggling to survive. And the way that inflation is hitting people, I mean, if you hear people talk, they're like, it used to be a lower class, middle class, and upper class. They're like, taxes are so heavy, and all the fees and all the 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 way the world is set up, they're like, it's going to be lower class or upper class. There will be no middle class because of the way the tax brackets are really hitting people who are little past lower class, right? And so when they say that, I'm like, oh, I don't know. But as I, of course, as I make more, as I 
rise from where I was, then I see exactly what they're talking about because I'm like, dang. And then, of course, when inflation hitting, it what you used to make or what you how you used to budget and the way your money used to stretch, it does not stretch the same anymore because everything has went up. And so surviving, to me, I was just like, I don't think it's a bad thing. But now I'm like, no, you can't just survive. You have to thrive. And the reason being is surviving is like staying afloat right and you're just you're just there barely head barely above water but what happens when the next tide comes what happens when that next wave comes you go under and so i definitely i am not against surviving only but i think it's for short periods of time or i think it's for periods of time when you need to just keep your head above water but it cannot be a way of life it cannot be where that's what you seek to do for the next 20 years Okay, so let me give you the definition of survive or when I found what what survive means for me. So I would say when someone is surviving, they are living, existing, despite any fear or danger, they are remaining alive where others have died and they're keeping intact, right? So thriving on the other hand, is growing, developing, prospering. It's an attitude. It's action. It's priorities. And it's continually challenging self for better outcomes. So when I was looking at this, surviving to me, like in my 20s, pay my bills, like make sure that I have a roof over my head, my car is outside because it's been paid for, um, I have a job to go to just the bare basic things. Right. But then when I started thriving, it was like, I do want to take one vacation a year. I do want to be able to, you know, attend a festival or, um, or art show, um, or a ballet. I do want to be able to do some things I've never done before. I do want to fly from here. I do want to leave the state. Right. I do want to anything that's on a bucket list, right? I think that is more thriving because surviving is the day-to-day things that you do regardless, right? So if you're human, and I say that, but you know what I mean. If you're an adult and you say, okay, I'm out of somebody's house, parents, significant other, brother, sister, roommate, whoever, I'm on my own or I'm doing my thing and I'm responsible for myself so I'm paying room and board and I'm working to pay room and board okay and then I need a way to get around so I pay a car note and then I need to eat so I have to buy groceries and I have to buy enough or I have to make enough to put gas in my car and then I need to make enough to afford a cell phone and to pay insurance and to you know you think about all of those things and you do it okay so to me that's surviving And of course, you don't want to go without food. You don't want to go without water or air or vehicle or, you know, whatever it is that you're accustomed to, you don't want to have to go without it. But then just say you do that for two years and you say, okay, I'm putting this much in savings, but it's just like maybe $20. You're like, I'm putting $20 in savings a month because that's all I have left over. Nothing aggressive, nothing that causes you to do anything out the norm. And then two years pass. Well, if you don't make a plan or if you don't have it in your mind, nothing changes. That's the issue with surviving 
It literally stays however you set it. So if you say, I'm comfortable showing up at this job, doing the work that I do, getting paid what I get paid, and paying my bills, then you'll have that. But you won't have anything more because surviving doesn't have the action to say, I want more, or I want to get more, or I want to see more, I want to be a part of more, I want to experience explore more it doesn't have that that surviving is literally just staying alive just doing what you've always done versus thriving is saying i make decent money but i want to make more i want to be able to put a thousand in savings every month or i want to be able to see another position or see um I want to be in another role where I'm in charge of more. I'm taking on more responsibility because I want to be able to move up with title, with status, with position, with pay, right? Thriving is saying, this is where I'm at, but this is not where I will end. I'm starting here, but I will not end here. And thriving, like when I was looking at it, it was saying it's a attitude. Yeah, the attitude determines the altitude. If you have an attitude that says this right here is fine, that is where you will be. Because what about it is saying, I want to go higher? Nothing. But if you have a thriving mindset, then you're saying, I'm comfortable right here. And I believe I deserve to be in this room. I believe that everything that I have is mine. I earned it. I'm qualified for it. And I'm here, right? But I also know that I'm qualified for more, that I want more that I can do more, that I'm interested in more, and having that understanding that it might not come today, next week, next month, but it's in your mind that you want it, right? And it has to be in your mind first. You don't just wake up and say, you know, I'm a fry cook and I want to be a general manager. No, it doesn't work like that. You might go from fry cook to drive through window, then drive through window to shift lead, and then from shift lead to... I don't know. I don't know. And then from there, store general manager. You know, I don't remember the protocol exactly, but I'm just saying you don't just start off as a cashier and then say, I want to be a store manager. No, you have to be a bagger, maybe a cashier, then a shift lead, and then like a, a front end manager. Then from there, you know, like you would have to play the different roles in order to get where you're going. But before you play the different roles, you have to have it in your mind. Cashiering is fun. Gas attendant is fun. Flight attendant is fun. District clerk is fun. All of these things are fun, but I want something else. I want more than this. And so when you get it in your mind, then you're able to actually do what is on your mind. Or you at least make steps in that direction. But if it's not even on your mind, then you're not really going to be able to make steps. Because even if somebody brings it up to you, man, you should really go for a management role. Nope. I like coming in at seven. I like getting off at three. I like no responsibility. I like this, 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 this. This is what I want to do because that's surviving. That's what I've been doing. It works for me and I'm comfortable. So if you're comfortable and then somebody pitches you on doing something else, you're like, no, nope. All my bills are paid. I get to do what I want. I get the vacation time I need you know, this is what I want. Cool. But the, that's what I'm saying. It's two different mindsets. One is saying I want more. The other one is saying I'm fine where I'm at. So you would have to distinguish. Are you in a survival mindset right now? Are you in a thriving mindset right now? And there's nothing wrong with either one. 
I just didn't know that there was really truly the biggest difference. I was like, nothing wrong with surviving. It is nothing wrong with it. But you don't want to get there and stay there. Because if you get there and stay there, you'll look up and five years have passed and you're still in the exact same role doing the exact same thing. And you're like, okay, but a raise, let's just stop, think about it. A raise right now is anywhere between 5 and 10% of what you make. Inflation right now is 10 to 15% in one year. So if you just say you was to work and you got the 10% raise, but inflation in just this year was 12%, that means that 10% raise didn't do anything. If anything, you're still 2% behind. But most people, just being realistic, are anywhere between 5 to 7%. They advertise 5 to 10% is the possibility, but they really rank you between 5 to 7%. So just say you got the 7% and the inflation was 12%. You're 5% under what the rate has went up in the market. Like, it's one of those things. And so it's like you have got to have a mindset to say, okay, survival is cool. I just don't want to get stuck there. Right. I don't want to sit there for too long and say I'm comfortable here. And I understand getting a promotion and saying I want to learn this job before I try to apply for something else. Or I want to make sure I know all the ins and outs, all the people I need to know, all the key players and get all this information before I look at the next role. I understand that. But you have some people who will sit in a role for 10 years. They've been new the role. They've been new all the key players. They've been new all of the things. And they're like, no, this is good for me not even wanting to challenge themselves to go to the next level. So that's what I'm saying. Nothing wrong with being in a survival state or a thriving state. And also, let's talk about the flip side of the thriving state. You do not want to get there and stay there because that means no matter where you are, it's never right. It's never perfect. It's never enough. So let's just say you have the passion, the drive, and you want to grow, develop, and prosper. And you say, okay, I'm setting these goals for myself. I want to be here in two years. I want to be here in this area in a year and a half. I want to be here in this area in a year. And you do the year. Then you do the year and a half. Then you do the two years. And then you start adding more and then more and then more and then more and then more. And then you never get to a spot to where you can appreciate, for one, how far you've come, or for two, what you have. So it is a delicate balance between the two. And I think that you should fluctuate between the two. I think you should have a season where you're surviving and then a season where you're thriving. And then once you get to a comfortable space of thriving, then you survive right there in that area. And then you thrive again later. And then you survive. And then you thrive. And then you survive. You know, I don't think it should be constant one or the other. Because otherwise, you both of them have negative aspects to them so if you focus on one too heavy you miss things and then if you focus on one the other one too heavy you still miss things just different things so I think it's important to understand where you are in your life and what is in front of you if obviously if you have a lot of responsibility you might say thriving is not for me in this season because I'm already bogged down with all these other things and that's perfectly fine you just don't want to get to a spot where you say I've been bogged down 25 years and this is just where I'm at because then at that point you're just tired you're like I'm tired of being whatever I don't have any energy to thrive I'm just going to survive and keep going because it's been working for me for 25 years right so we just don't want to get in that space I just want to make sure that If you are thinking, man, I've been in this job for a while or this role or this city or this house or this neighborhood or this relationship or this whatever the case, fill in your blank. If you've been there for a while and you're not seeing growth and or prosperity and development, 
then that might be your sign that you need to switch your mindset over from survival to thriving to see if you can ignite something new to see if you can do something new to see if you can achieve more to see if you can be more fulfilled in that same category um i do want to give you a few things to do um in the meantime to get from surviving to thriving if that's the season that you're in but of course i just want to make sure that i touched on the two before just to make sure I laid the correct foundation. And like I said, there is nothing wrong with being in either season. But if you are stuck between surviving and thriving, uh, which I find myself stuck between the two a lot. (laughs) But I just wanted to give a couple pointers for how to get from one to the other. So you kind of know where you are or what you need to do to get from one to the other. I would say first, remember you are a light. You are a light. You were created on purpose, for a purpose, with purpose. And in the middle of surviving and thriving, if you're surviving and you've been doing this for a while, you might be placed in a season or a position or a location or a city or a relationship or whatever to be a light to someone. And so you don't want to run too fast because you might miss your opportunity to show them your light. Also, put yourself in other people's shoes. So in the survival and the thriving, somewhere in the middle, when you stop and you say, you know, I was really looking at a CEO role, put yourself in that CEO role, like in their mind and say, okay, so that means if I want to go for that role, I'm going to have to be okay with getting up at 4.30 every morning to attend 10 meetings a day, to travel to all these cities, to da 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 the list goes on and on and on. Am I willing to do that? Maybe yes, maybe no, right? If it's another role that you see that you're like, I want to be the head treasurer in this department or this club that I'm in, and then put yourself in that person's role. Is that something that I want to do? Yes, no, maybe. Okay, well, let me look into that. Let me check into that. Let me get to know the person that's doing that. Let me see if that makes sense for me and then go forward. But again, you don't want to get to a spot where you're only thriving because then you're not taking the opportunity to enjoy where you are, what you're doing, what you've already accomplished. So putting yourself in someone's shoes is just more so to let you see, like, does this make sense for me? Not can I have it just to have it. Does this make sense for me? Okay, another thing, formulate a personal mantra. This one can be fun. It's a challenge, but it can be fun. You have to find mantras that you think truly resonate with you that really truly bring out who you are and where you're trying to go Um, I've done a few of them over the years and I'm like yes I love when they ask questions that I wouldn't necessarily think of it's like what two characteristics do you have that you find your best or best like that best describe you and it's like hmm only two and then it's like what two actions can you do effortlessly and it's like hmm you know like questions like that and then putting that all together to form your personal mantra I love things like that just because it gets you to thinking about yourself in a different light but it's to help you move in the way that you want to move and it gives you something to look at so when you're kind of lost or you don't know your way you're able to look at it and say yeah this is what I wrote this is what I want to accomplish. I don't know what I'm doing today, but overall, before I leave here, this is what I want to accomplish. So, um, 
I would say let go of expectations because adversity happens. And this to me is on the thriving side. When you get in a moment and you're saying, okay, I'm going for this promotion. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what I have to go through. I don't care. I want this promotion, right? And understand, let that expectation go that it'll be on the first application or it'll be on the first interview or it'll be on the second month of waiting or it'll be on the third attempt you know because adversity happens it might not be meant for you that first time it might not be meant for you until that 17th time so we're not saying don't apply but understand that don't set an expectation just say I want to move up but not say I have to move up within three months because that might not happen and then you set the expectation within three months and then you're disappointed when it doesn't happen Writing goals can be challenging or tricky because you want to put the month and the day and the week and all of that down so your mind kind of knows where you're headed, but you don't want to have it set in stone in your mind to where it's like if it doesn't happen, you failed, or if it doesn't happen, you're disappointed. Does that make sense? You kind of just want to have it as a gauge. I want to get married in five years, but not like, okay, I'm at four years, 11 months, so the next person I meet in the next you know, 30 days has to be him, not necessarily. Maybe, but it doesn't have to be. You know, I would want to buy a house in the next three years, depending on the market. And you start looking. I want it to be under 250000 Okay, and you start looking. But that doesn't mean if you find one for two thirty nine on like a year and a half, he's like, yep, this is it, because I said within two years. No, not necessarily. You know, so you want to save the goal, but you want to be kind of flexible as to if you don't get it right then, that was kind of like a ballpark estimate. But we are not all seeing, we are not all knowing. So it could just be our timing is off and it might not be for us at that moment. But if you get in the habit of letting go of the expectation, it won't hurt as much if it doesn't work out the way that you exactly planned. Um, Also, I would say set intentions for the day. Every single day when you get up, I want to pay all my bills today. I want to go out the nail shop, pick up my dry cleaning, and go through the car wash. I want to have a good day no matter who I talk to. I want to drive in traffic without road rage. I want to be on time to all my appointments. Whatever it is you have for the day, you just want to look ahead at your day the night before and just set your intentions for the day. I want to keep myself calm no matter the situation. I want to enjoy all that the day has for me. You know, just set your intentions for the day so your mind is kind of clear and then you move differently throughout your day. Also, read, read, read. I'm telling you that thriving mindset, grow, develop, and prosper. Yeah, read. Reading will change so many things in your mind. I don't think you have to read a particular type of book. So it doesn't always have to be self-help or Christian or nonfiction or fiction or teenage, um, like young adult category they have now. All of these things. It could be whatever it is that you like. You might like sci-fi. You might like romance. You might like, I don't know, it's a bunch of things, murder mysteries. Whatever the case, reading just takes your mind from what you are focused on and kind of pulls you in a different direction. It gives your brain time to allow it to kind of not focus on certain things. And so reading can give you ideas. It can inspire you. It can encourage you. It can shift you from 
one part of the world to another. It can take you on a journey. It can do all kinds of things. It can keep you company when you feel lonely. It can do all kinds of things. And so that is something that to me, in a thriving mindset, you have something to read. Whether you start off with magazine articles or blog posts or Facebook posts, and then you gradually make your way to books, it doesn't have to always be books. Um, Some people only like reading magazines because they're a little shorter and they have less words. Fine. You can find some really good information in some of the bigger name magazines, like some money tips or travel tips or beauty skin routines or weight loss information. I mean, you can find all kinds of stuff and it doesn't necessarily have to be a book. So the goal is just to read, to expand your mind. Also, do things you've never done before. That thriving mindset, if you're growing, if you're developing, if you're prospering, and it is about action, do things you've never done. I've never taken, you know, a second language at a community college in town. Cool. Show up and do it and see what you learn. See who you meet. I've never taken professional dance classes. Show up, do a class, see what you come up with. I've never taken a professional cooking course. Go to the location, cook with the instructor, see what happens. Skating, dancing, swimming, I don't know, rock climbing, axe throwing, whatever. Anything that you're interested in, do something you've never done before and see how it turns out. See how you feel, see who you meet, see how the energy is. It just literally allows you to be open to growing, to developing and prospering. Okay, choose love over fear. I love myself, so I'm doing this anyway. I love who I'm becoming, so I'm doing this anyway. I love my mind, my heart, my passions, so I'm walking forth regardless. I love who I am transforming into, so I will show up for me today. When you choose love over fear, you give yourself the opportunity to find out more about you to find out more about who you can become, to find out things that you didn't know you loved and things you didn't know you didn't like, but you would never know unless you step out and do some things you've never done before. Choose love over fear. And lastly, show love to the people that support you. It is so many people that support you in either word or deed or prayers that they may not even tell you. But once you realize that people are showing you love, show love back. Make sure if they support all your posts, all your videos, all your podcasts, all your blog posts or pictures or whatever events, pop-up shops you have, whatever the case may be. If you see somebody who shows you love, they show up for you and they want you to be your best, show love back. That is how you move the needle. When people show love, you show love back. Don't be one of those people who you just take and take and take and take, and then you don't give. We want to be givers rather than takers, because it is better to give than to receive. I'm just super duper 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 excited for the future as always. I want anyone listening to this podcast to be able to move from where they are to where they want to be and closer to where they want to be. If you want to be successful in any category, it requires action. It requires doing more than what you're doing right now. 
It requires showing up in a different way, learning something new, exploring different ideas and concepts, meeting new people, trying something that you've never tried. Because in order to get what you've never had, you must do something you've never done. I hope that you are either able to shift between survival or a thriving mindset, or I hope that while you're thinking about it, it sparks something in you to understand the difference and to want to be able to fluctuate between the two because each season is important and you cannot always be in survival mode, nor can you always be in thriving mode. But I challenge you to remember that you are a light to put yourself in someone else's shoes, to formulate a personal mantra, to show love to those that show love to you, to do things you've never done, to let go of expectation because adversity happens, to set intentions for the day, and to choose love over fear. You have so many things that you could be doing. I'm so glad that you stopped by to hear what I had to say. I hope that you were inspired, enlightened, or enriched in one way or the other. Thank you for the opportunity to speak what has been in my heart and my mind. I hope that as you move forward this week, that you think about surviving or thriving and where you are. Oh, and I forgot before I get out of here. You have the option to support this podcast at www.buymeacoffee.com backslash JSY podcast. You are appreciated. Oh, that's it and that's all for this episode, of course. I'm coming back to you live at five, okay? I hope that you heard something that sticks with you or that pops back up in your mind later in the week and you're able to marinate on it. Real quick, if you could, Spotify has a new option to rate podcasts. So if you heard this podcast on Spotify, if you could leave a rating or if you heard it on Apple, if you could leave a review so other people can find this podcast and take a listen. Thank you so very much. I truly could not do it without you. And just know, I'm probably somewhere talking. Until next time, toodles, y'all. <laughs>